0: Glad our next guest is with us too, we need to get together for a couple of months right now. I've uh, known Kevin Brady for a long time now. Uh, we sit very close to each other at football games. Uh, Kevin and Barb's seats are just a couple of seats away from us, so we see him every home game, and we'll see him again on Friday, of course. Uh, but it was, And we know the story about Kevin Brady. I mean, he's a Burlington Citizen of the Year in 2007. Uh, the Burlington Community Foundation declared him the Philanthropist of the Year in uh, 2011. He's been on uh, boards of, that we're going to talk about, and some incredible fundraising for the community uh but there's a personal side to this too and he's written a book that I, I think is going to be beneficial to an awful lot of people it's called it's never too late to be healthy reaching peak health in middle age uh first and foremost kevin brady welcome to the program It's uh, been a long time getting this together kevin i'm glad you had some time for us today
1: yeah great thanks bill and uh awesome uh to be on your show today thank you so much
0: well, let's talk a little bit about this. And you know, I've I just talked about some of the great accomplishments, and it, the, it's remarkable the stuff that you have accomplished over the years uh, working with the uh, you know the Burlington Community Foundation. You're on the RBG board, but as you mentioned in the book, uh, when you're a busy person like that, uh, too often uh, the first thing that seems to go, and the first thing that you'll pay a whole lot of attention to, is your personal health.
1: Yeah, you know what, it's, uh, it's unfortunate. And what I find, especially with, uh, you know, there's so many different conflicting messages out there when it comes to health, everything from like, you know, paleo to keto to vegan to plant based. And, you know, the, the diet industry is a multi billion dollar industry. And the reason I wrote the book is I just feel that people need a, some simple solutions, some, you know, almost a roadmap, very simple, uh... that they can uh... put into place very simply and uh... make part of their everyday life and uh... we're having great feedback from it so far
0: well you've been very candid about this and i want to talk about that because i don't want people to get the impression that oh here's just some other guy that's a health nut and he just wants everybody to be like him uh... you had and suffered from and had to deal with an awful lot of the challenges many of us have to deal with uh... blood pressure problems uh... you know weight problems things of like this. i mean as we get older it's more and more difficult to deal with a lot of that stuff, isn't it?
1: Yeah, and you know what? It's almost, uh, and you're dead on. I mean, I've had uh, I've had those issues, and uh, I remember when the doc first uh, called me in and said, you know, you've got high cholesterol, high blood pressure, you're pre-diabetic, and you're about fifty pounds overweight, and he wanted to put me on meds, and I kind of challenged him on it, and he said, "Kev, you're middle age." He said, "This is like twelve years ago." He said, "Kev, you're middle age." He said, "This is normal, and we need to get you on these meds." And I kind of fought them on it and then went about my own uh, my own way of doing things. And literally within a month, all my blood tests were normal. Like I didn't need any to go on any medications. So, you know, what, what I've again tried to do is just condense my simple, easy steps, my learnings to help people just get control of their health. Because you know what? My experience, Bill, is the body wants to heal. The body wants to be well. Um, but again, there's just so many conflicting messages out there when it comes to health. It's crazy.
0: Well, you've had uh, not just warning signs, but I mean, you've, you've had some almost tragic circumstances. I mean, you know, you, you were in a coma for a long time. I mean, there was, uh, there were a lot of things there that, that you could have just said, you know what? I, I can't go through this. Uh, it's just time to give up and whatever's going to happen is going to happen. But you, you, you proved to yourself, I guess, Kevin, that you're a fighter.
1: Yeah, you know what, uh, fortunately, I woke up from my coma. And and when I look back on that experience, that was in uh, May 1999. It was actually, I was raising money for a local hospital and running the uh, Burlington Millennial Marathon. And as you mentioned, I, I ended up in a coma, uh, less than 10% chance of living, full life support. And fortunately, I came out of it. And uh, you know, when I look back on that, there's a concept in my book I call the wheels of health. And essentially, we have four wheels of health that we need to keep in line. And my wheel that was, uh, I'll say was, was in line was my fitness or exercise wheel, but my other wheels, you know, my sleep wheel, my stress wheel, and my nutrition wheels were all out of whack. And I'll say flat, I had flat tires with the other three when I look back, you know, so Yeah. So fortunately I came out of it and I'll say, uh, because of that, and even my, um, uh, you know, when the doctor wanted to put me on meds, I'll say probably I was a slow learner, uh, but I think I have learned now.
0: (laughs) Well, what's interesting about that though, we tend to sometimes talk ourselves into things and maybe try to fool ourselves. You know, as you mentioned, when you had that incident, uh, you know, you were running a marathon, so you think, oh, he must be in great shape if he's running a marathon, and and in your mind, you go, yeah, I'm in pretty good shape, I can do this, uh, but if you're not looking at the whole picture, uh, you're, you're not looking at, at what else is impacting that, and when you talk about lack of sleep and a number of other things and nutrition, uh, those things will catch up with you too.
1: Yeah, you know what, it's, you you really, as I say, you, you think of the wheels on a car, And we all know what happens, you know, obviously a wheel has four, or a car has four wheels, and we all know what happens when we get a flat. We have to put one of those uh, uh, little donuts on and go over into the right-hand lane and put on our hazards. And when you look at the wheels of health, and again, just to reiterate, eating well, exercise, sleep, and mindfulness – we need to keep all those wheels in balance and full as well. And uh, and when one's out of whack, it affects all the others. You know, like, for instance, let's say last night you had a, a lousy sleep. Well, today you probably didn't, uh, you woke up, probably avoided your workout because you were tired, and then you probably reached for too many coffees and maybe some salty or sugary foods, so your nutrition wheel goes out of whack. Uh, and then, obviously, added stress levels because we didn't have good sleep. And you're back, and 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 then tonight we have a lousy sleep again, right? So one, so it's it's important to focus on all four. And what I've included in my book is just really simple, simple solutions that people can put into a place like today. They don't need to read a textbook. They don't need to take a course. Just simple, simple solutions.
0: So where do you begin? I mean, when you walked out of that doctor's office that day, Kevin, and you figure I got to show this guy, I can, I can do this. Uh, you, you got a blank sheet here you don't know exactly where you're going to go and how you're going to accomplish this you know what you want to do now so what's what's the first step how do you do do you devise a plan do you borrow from something as you mentioned there, where there's no shortage of different plans or different techniques or different diets or whatever workout plans I mean they're all over the place these days how do you decide what's best for Kevin
1: yeah, you know what? I I will say I kind of stumbled across it, and that's why I kind of put my 20 years of of learnings uh, into a simple guide. But I mean, from my perspective, the one that was probably most out of whack for me was my eating, uh, my nutrition. Because to your point, Bill, I felt I could eat whatever I wanted because I was a runner, right? I ran mm-hmm. marathons. I could I could eat whatever I wanted. Uh, didn't matter, uh, you know, whether it was Big Macs. I look back. I mean, my favorite diet was the drive through a drive through diet. <laughs> you know you go to McDonalds or Harvey's or wherever and you uh, you don't even walk in the the store you you actually go through drive through and big size everything right and i i was one of those people um so the 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 first one and probably the biggest impact that to- radically changed my my health around in less than a month was uh paying attention to my nutrition and people often ask, they say, what's the one thing? If I'm going to do one thing today, what what could it be? And uh, so I do, and it worked for me. And the first thing I did that very next day after I met with the doctor is I put into place um, what I call the Wilson Shake, which is named after my dog, Wilson, that lived to be 18 years of age. And every morning since I started doing the shakes, which was about 12 years ago, he would beg for my morning shake and uh literally that one that if if there's one thing that a person does um i would say implement the wilson shake because it's just it floods your system with uh goodness and nutrients and vitamins and minerals and macronutrients and even if you don't have another piece of lettuce or or a vegetable the rest of the day you've already, you've loaded your system up with with great goodness i'll say
0: by the way, that, uh, the recipe for that, I guess, and the ingredients for that, that's on your webpage if people want to scoot over there and have a look at that. Uh, I, I find it odd, though, and interesting and, and fascinating that uh, that your dog was actually your trainer uh, going forward on this.
1: <laughs> as I said earlier, I needed a few wake-up calls. So, uh, yeah, we just got another puppy as well, and uh, he's begging for the – we're going to have to change the name because this dog's name is actually named after other dogs. His name is Willa, so we're going to have to call it the Willa Shake now. But it's it's crazy. I get uh, pictures and emails and texts every day of people enjoying the, the Wilson shake. (laughs)
0: and that's that's the start to your day and um the other thing about this too and you talked about you know the the different wheels uh, and one of them has to be physical activity and and as you and i have discussed uh that's something that a lot of people have shoved to the back burner because of the pandemic for a variety of reasons oh i'm not can't go to the gym i have to this you know i'm working from home i got more things to do now Uh, that's just going to have to wait Uh, it, it takes a certain discipline and i guess dedication to say that has to be part of my day
1: yeah, you know what? It's interesting, your, your comment about exercise, because I think people, um, they avoid exercise or they avoid workouts because they don't enjoy them. And one of the things I always say is, you know what, do what you enjoy. Like, if you like going for a walk, go for a walk. If you like going for a hike, go for a hike. If you like riding, go, you know, cycling, go cycling. Um, do what you enjoy because it'll keep you coming back. And uh, I've noticed, you know, during COVID, uh, I've noticed more and more people out walking. We take my wife and uh, Barb and I take the dog for a walk most evenings. And there's so many people out there that are walking and just getting active. And you know, we have this premise that you need to go to a gym, you need to hit weights, you need to be on a treadmill. You know, the longest living people in the world, uh, Centurions, which I'm not sure if you've uh, followed any of Dan Butner's, uh work, um, but there's, there's places in the world, five places in the world where people live exponentially longer than anywhere else in the world, Bill, and these and these pockets and these centurions of people live to be well over 100 years old.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: one of, the, one of the things they do, they just move every day. They aren't hitting a treadmill. They aren't going to a gym. They walk through their villages. They they work their farms. They, you know, and it's very hilly, a lot of these places. So they're just uh, walking through the village, but they're just moving every day. So that's, you know, one of, one of the things I say in my book is, you know what? You don't have to hit a treadmill. You don't have to hit a, a gym. Just move. Just move every day. Whatever that is, and enjoy it.
0: Do Do you get into the idea of counting calories, or you know, you, you know, check the watch to see how many things you've burned and things like that, or is it just get out there and do something? And, and it's it's there's a mental aspect to this as well, I would think, Kevin.
1: Yeah, you know what? It's I I what I'm about is not doing all that stuff like not measuring your calories and not measuring what your intake is and not measure what you're burning and and even with food. I mean, you asked one of the things with food. I mean, what what I believe in and what our program's about is anti restriction, right? So every the reason so many diets and every last I googled there was 1.4 million different diet books uh, out in the marketplace, which is crazy. So. Of course people are confused and you know i have a rule and uh it's called the 80 20 rule and all that simply means is 80 percent of the time 80 percent of your day um put something healthy in your body and 20 percent of the time cheat you know reward yourself have that piece of fudge at Nate. have the uh you know some chips at night, whatever because the reason these things don't work i mean i've done them myself bill i'm i'm not sure if you've done them but most people have tried one diet or another in the life oh, sure. and it, it, and the reason they don't work is it's all about restriction, right? It's all about counting calories and counting intake. And I can't have that food and I can't have that food. Well, you know what? It works short term, but after a few weeks or a month, you're going, I forget this. I'm missing some of that stuff, you know? Um, so again, what, what very simple rule I have is just 80% of the time, try to uh, put good things in your body and then not, and 20% of the time, reward yourself and enjoy enjoy life. You
0: know? oh, I want to ask, I'm going to tell people how will get the book in a second here, but there's one aspect that you talked about here that I know is a problem for an awful lot of people, especially professionals, business people, and people that, you know, during COVID have gotten a lot of stress in their lives for a variety of reasons. And that's proper sleep. And, and that's something that different people de- de- will define in different ways, Kev. You know, oh, I can get by at three or four hours sleep a night. Uh, although the experts will say, no, you can't. Uh, you, you, it means you may wake up, but it doesn't mean you're ready for the day. How do, you, how do you clear your mind? How do you say, okay, it's time to sleep now. I have to sleep. Uh, when so many other people are sitting there saying, I got a million things on my head. I just can't seem to relax. Yeah,
1: no, that's a great point. And, and I've struggled, and I think everybody struggles with with sleep issues. When I write, I, I think, you know, I write a blog every week yeah. or two, and whenever I write on sleep, it is the most read topic. Like, it's crazy. It just shows me how many people have issues with sleep. So what I, what, again, I outline it in my book, but um, I, I call it tricking yourself to sleep. So you think of our ancestors like 100 years ago they didn't have all the stimulation we have now, right? Like they you, you think of it, they have maybe, maybe a radio and a candle and maybe a light. I mean, we've got... You know, computers and laptops and big screen TVs and EMFs and Wi-Fi signals and everything else. So I, I, I uh, have a process, just very simple process, to take people through to say, if you do these things, you're basically going to relax your mind, you're going to relax your body, you're gonna, you're, you're gonna simulate uh, like our ancestors 100 years ago right? And that's really what we need to do. Because otherwise, you're going to bed, as you say, Bill, you're going to bed and you're, you're you know, your mind's racing, and you're thinking of what you got to do the next day and, and everything else. And it's crazy. So um, again, what I believe in is we need to trick ourselves to sleep. and And, and we've had 1000s of people that have said, you know what, I followed your formula, and I sleep like a baby now. Like, it's just it's a game changer, for sure.
0: How important is patience in something like this, Kevin? Because anybody that goes on one of these diets—and you just mentioned five or six of them—they uh, promise you, you know, immediate results, and you want to lose twenty pounds in the next four days. And uh, and and if you don't, then you get frustrated, and then you binge. And you, well, you know, the downside of all that sort of stuff. Uh, that I, I guess to use your analogy, that if you're going to embark on this sort of thing—and something we should all consider—we've uh, got to understand that it's not a sprint; that it's a, it's a marathon. It's 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 going to take time.
1: Yeah. You know, a great point. And again, one of my concepts that I outlined in the book, actually in the first chapter, it's called baby steps. So I think what we all try to do, and you you think of new year's, what do we all do at new year's, right? It's new year's and we go, I'm going to new year's resolution. I'm going to go to the gym every day. I'm going to eat better. I'm going to sleep better. I'm going to, you know, put all these parameters around and, and I, the exact stats, I think it's by January 17th, 90% of us have failed our new year's resolutions. So what I like to do and what's worked for me, Bill, is just baby steps. So I don't try to do, I kind of do one thing at a time, like even with eating, you know, I started with the Wilson shake and then I started eating more plant-based and with sleeping, I started going, you know, going to bed half an hour earlier and then going to bed an hour earlier. Like, so just, you know, I'm a huge proponent in baby steps because again, I think the whole world is about restriction and you say, oh, I'm going to go on this diet and, you know, or, or whatever. And as I say, it'll work short-term, but long-term you're back to where you started, right? So huge proponent They're just baby steps, take small steps, you know, one thing at a time. And once you master that, put it, put another step in place.
0: Uh, for people that want to get some more details about this, uh, all you have to do is Google uh, Kevin Brady Health. And uh, the blogs are there, the podcast, and a lot of the stuff that we've talked about. Uh, and how can they get the book, Kevin?
1: So uh, you can go you can go right on Amazon. Um, and again, it's called It's Never Too Late to Be Healthy. So you can get it there. Or you can go on our company website, which is uh, all we do every day is help people with their health, is Advica, A-D-V-I-C-A, So AdvicaHealth.com. Um, and you can order a book right on there.
0: Uh, it's uh, a fascinating read and I guess a must read. I know there are so many people that think, well, you know, gee, diabetic, and diabetic. Well, I'm getting old. These things happen. And I guess the message in your book is that it doesn't have to necessarily be that way.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, we think as we age that disease and illness is inevitable. And you know, I shared earlier the story with my doc. I mean, he he basically said, "Well, that's just normal, you know." Yeah. Well, it doesn't have to be normal, you know. It doesn't have to be normal. And and you know, I proved that to myself. Like literally in a month, I turned all of my markers, my my cholesterol, my blood pressure, my weight, my sugar levels around in in less than a month. And I'll never forget the doc when he called me up. He I didn't even know it was him, but he after he got my blood test after one month, all he said was you're my star patient. And I said, who is this? And he says, Dr. Randy. He says, Kev, you're my star patient. I go, what are you talking about? He goes, I just got your blood test done. He says, I don't know what you've been doing. But keep doing it because not only are you in range, you're low level of every range. Your cholesterol is low. Your sugar levels are low. So, you know, you can do it. And uh, and it doesn't take a lot long time. And I just encourage all your listeners to, um, you know, p- pick up a copy of my book, read the blog, uh, my blog, because uh, it's not rocket science, this stuff.
0: It's called. uh, It's never too late to be healthy, Uh, Kevin. A pleasure having you on the program. Thanks so much for this. We'll uh, see you at the football game Friday.
1: Yeah, definitely. We we need a win.
0: (laughs) We sure do. Take care, Kevin. Kevin Brady. uh, Okay, and as I say, just go to Kevin Brady Health uh, and Google that, and you get all the details that he was talking about. The Bill Kelly Show weekdays from nine to noon on nine hundred CHML.